Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, so hard to do with a delay in that. Really <laughs> <difficult. laughs> Just so close hard. your ears and sing, sing to your heart's content. I always do, Michael. I always do. Oh, good for you, Ben. Good for you. Thank you. Have um, any of you guys seen Kevin this week? Kevin was at round. He was round at mine a few days ago, but he's not yeah. here anymore. Oh, did you have move for tea? I did. Yeah. Oh, what did you What did you have? Well, what I had to do because we had potato, just potato smileys, just loads of potato smileys, nice. and in order to get him to eat it, like he wouldn't open his mouth, and so I had to pretend that a podcast was starting. I had to say, um, you know. I I'd had to stand near him with a plate of potato smiles and just say, "Right, guys, are you are you ready? Shall we go? Okay, let's let's run the intro." And then he sort of opened his mouth and did the noise, oh, no. and then God, I shoved him every in. Every potato smiley. Yeah, that's what that was. I was wondering because, as we discussed before, that frequency can be heard around the world. Yeah, and um, I heard that and I was like, "What the fuck? It was Kevin doing? Why is there a podcast beginning somewhere? <laughs> Seven yeah. times in a row. This is this is weird." <laughs> yeah, and he didn't choke. No, he didn't. I don't think he. I think he just. He's like a duck. He just swallows. You know, right. There's no chewing involved. He didn't need to rub his throat or anything to no. induce. Didn't have to put swallowing. the potato smiley in a, inside a piece of chicken like a tablet for a cat. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> so no one's seen him. No. No. Literally no idea where he is. I thought he was with you, but I guess not. Oh god. No. Mm. No, he's not. Um, Maybe he'll just know though, in, inherently, intrinsically, instinctively. It, Hello? Yes. Hello. One of those words. Yeah. If we keep talking, he'll eventually just do it, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you uh, you got any plans to visit the Northeast anytime soon, Mikey? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out some dates, but I'm looking at September, so, you know. Oh, yeah, okay. You know. That'll be good. We'll have to... Oh, oh. He hit, oh, oh there it is. There it is. That's the noise. That's the noise. Go. Yes. Come on. Yes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official Vidiots podcast. And if you can imagine me doing karate chops in between those words, that'd be great because I can't do them in real life. Just sort of it's a conversational podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official Vidiots podcast. Well, now everybody knows that I can't do that, and that was just me hitting the microphone. Yeah. We'll edit out the first bit. It's fine. Just we'll go straight okay. into the karate chop version. Yeah. Cool. All right. It's going to sound amazing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the laws of the three R's, where everybody brings a, a thing, thing along, along to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. 
I'm Peter. I'm Michael. We're getting more consistent than that. I think it's because I'm not trying to be funny anymore. I'm just going along with it and saying my name like a good boy. The best part about it is is when we do it right and then we talk for about a minute and a half afterwards <laughs> about us Every doing it Every podcast. Right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Quality content. How are we doing, boys? Good. Good, good. Yeah. I'm covered in ferret scratches, but that's not new, is it? That's just my life now. I'm glad you said scratches. I thought you were going to say scratchings, which is Ooh. a whole different... It's like a horrible pub That snack. is very different. Ferret scratchings. Oh. I thought you were going to go the poopy route. Oh, um. no, no. Thankfully, the, the, I've never been pooped on, but now I've said that, that's bound to happen. That will happen mm. now. Yeah. Never been pooped on. That surprises me, actually. I just kind of expected that that's part of being a ferretman. <laughs> just have being shat on birds yeah. birds will shit on you they don't yeah. give a crap but ferrets. ferrets tend to be a bit cleaner yeah. well cleaner in that respect they poop everywhere still just not on me which is all right i guess mm-hmm. hmm. peter and i have to dodge a daily oh. bombing run <laughs> oh my god from the the kitty wakes yeah. oh on the what's is it the tyne bridge it is the tyne bridge isn't it they're, well they're everywhere but yeah they're on the tyne bridge they're on those um, are our particular foils yeah yeah. Oh, it just stinks. They're not allowed to be moved because they nest there once a year. It's the <laughs> largest or it's the most inland nesting site. It's like a world record oh, site. Well done, really specific record though. The most <laughs> uh, inland Kitty Wake nesting site. In Newcastle. Yeah, probably not even in the world. Probably just <laughs> On like this street. in the north of England or something. <laughs> I hate the it. Stinkiest nesting of Kitty Wakes in the world. It just really smells. They've taken the council have taken to washing the pavements, but it makes no difference because yeah. by the time you're walking home, you're like, "Is this the day that I am holding my nose and breathing through my mouth because it smells so much, and I'm going to get a bird poo in my mouth hole?" Is today the day? Actually, I, I want to talk a little bit about either breathing through your mouth or breathing through your nose when there's a bad smell. Because oh, this think- is a good point. Yeah. Breathing through your mouth is almost worse. Yes, through your nose it smells, but through your mouth, I feel like you, you are tasting particles of that smell, which to I me suppose. seems worse. Yeah, to me, I kind of feel like the the nose, although you do smell with it, it kind of just has more in there to keep bad things out. You know, yeah. yes, you will smell it, but it's got all kinds of hairs and mucus bed blades to you know catch bad things. Whereas your mouth just goes straight to your lungs. You know, there's nothing nothing yeah. in there really to. I think you have some hairs in like your trachea and stuff. Is trachea is that the right one or is that the food hole? I don't know. Whichever one, whichever hole you want it to be. Really. Yeah, I think I think that was right with that. Yeah, I like to do a subtle breathe through the mouth, but purse it to the side, so you sort of just out the side. You can't breathe very good. Like Popeye. But equally, you exactly just like Popeye, but you shouldn't have to do it for very long. Hopefully, because you're you're getting the hell out of there. Yeah. Wherever the stink smell is. I've, there's been many occasions in the in the Yogscast toilets where I've been able to contemplate the mouth breathing or nose breathing. Oh. And oh, sometimes God. I resort to just covering my face with my t-shirt and just putting up with it. Yeah, that's always a good shout. Filter it. Yeah. A lot of nerd boys. A lot of nerd boys in uh, in that Yogscast office. It wasn't too bad at the Coltolic office, but the, the office has expanded significantly. <laughs> More yeah. There's a lot of action in that tiny, tiny toilet. There is, and it's getting real bad in there. Like, the seat is just all, like, hanging oh. off, and, yeah, yeah it's not good. Oh, That's no. why I just go out the window. Yeah, me yeah. too. They had it right in the Middle Ages. That's how you do it. Just yeah. poo off a balcony into a pit. A poo pit. A little poo pit. <laughs> poo pit. 
that's what we should go go back to in my opinion so i'd like to start off guys mm. by saying that you may remember i brought a thing along last year <gasps> oh my god about a haunted cassette tape <gasps> holy shit i oh, forgot about this Christ. holy shit <laughs> yeah me too i forgot about this I can confirm, and I forgot to do it last week, so my apologies, but I can confirm that Andrew Bone, at Link220 on Twitter, has the cassette and has ripped the second part and sent it to me. My my fucking God. God. See, I knew that I'd seen that he'd said that he had it, and that was very exciting, but I, I didn't want to, you know, count my chickens before they had been sent to Ben and they had been <laughs> digitally digitized. Yeah. I've got it. I can oh. confirm I've got it. I have listened to it. It's pretty spooky. Ooh, and, okay. uh it's not hap I don't want to get your hopes up. This is, I'm just giving you a heads up. It's not happening this episode oh, because okay. I want to do this properly. Mm-hmm. I want to do it when Michael is back up in Newcastle and we oh. can do this face to face. I want to be able to I want that to be my a thing for when we are when when we can next do a potty it's in in the flesh. Yeah. There's that, an incentive. That feels right. I just oh. wanted to let everyone know that thank you to Mr. Bone. Would you like to ride the Bone train, Morty? Um, we've got it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Thank you, Mr. Bone. Thank you, Mr. Bone. We did it, Reddit. And uh, finally, before we move on to our first question, I would just like to reiterate, as we as we have done the last couple of shows, that if you'd like to support us financially directly beyond you know downloading and listening, which we appreciate very, very much, you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash official and you can donate. And if you donate... You get a shout out, just like these amazing people who have all donated since the last episode, them being Kieran Smith, Tash Darren Hudson Strider, which is a great name and not several people, <laughs> Callum Marshall, Cameron Skelly, uh, Katie Kins, Samuel DeBarber, I Will Lie Awake, James W. Bab, Espurious, Carrie the Worst, Jason M. and Joseph. Thank you so much, all of you. You're amazing. Thank you, Juan. Thank you all. I Will Lie Awake is like a weird version of Will I Am, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And we'll give you guys a shout out at the end of the show as well. And again, if you would like to be featured in that amazing lineup and get a shout out, streamlabs.com forward slash vidiots official. Boys or girls, are you ready for your first question? Oh, hell yeah. I think so. Orange Joe at I guess I'm demons with a zero <laughs> on Twitter. Worst injury you've ever sustained? MJ. Anything else aside from the brick? The brick um, incident. The brick incident. The brick incident. But the brick incident incident like comes in useful in so many storytelling sessions. It it's does. Like, it's the ultimate go-to injury. But I think... was it a, a hard brick sit or a soft brick sit? <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> I think the other than the brick, I think oh, I, I, nothing's ever going to top the brick. I think the only thing that gets worse than the brick is death, which probably should have happened to <laughs> okay. me, but. It was um, just before moving to Bristol. It was uh, a nice, pleasant boxing day night out. We were all out in town centre drinking heavily and having a good old time. Oh. When I decided it'd be a good idea to do a James Bond rule on hard concrete. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. rather than rolling, I just fell straight on my arm. And I think basically tore a muscle in my arm, which meant for about a month I couldn't really use that arm, which is really fun when you're moving to the other end of the country and got to unpack all of your shit. Your arm was out of action at work for a long time. Yeah. I remember. That was the first month of idiots, wasn't it? That you just, you were in pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't see it, but behind these eyes, it was just constant pain. Uh. It's agony. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. Uh, P- Peter, mm. 
I, I can't I couldn't remember when I was picking out this question I couldn't remember if you've spoken on the podcast before about that time you fell off the goalposts oh god <laughs> is that your most serious injury would you say oh maybe Ooh. I feel like I might have I'll, I'll quickly do the goalposts just in case because I don't know if I've done it before I feel like I might have done actually but possibly it doesn't I'll, ring okay. any bells but we'll see it could have been in a video or the videos video rather than the podcast but uh I, I went to Germany, this was a few years ago, I think it was about 21 or something. I went to Germany for my aunt's, uh, I think it was like her 75th birthday. So we were there and uh, I uh, have a, a younger, he's not actually a cousin. He's like more slightly more complicatedly related to me than that. But he's effectively a younger cousin who at the time was about seven or eight years old. And he was really bored because everyone else at this party was over the age of about 16. So he was really bored. It was in this sort of hotel slash golf club fitness air, like fitness complex. And uh, so I just said to everyone at the party, like, oh, I'll go, I'll go for a bit of a walk around with him because he's really bored. So we'll go out to like the tennis courts or whatever. And uh, we're walking along and there was a, a football pitch there as well. And as we walked over to it, uh, he he'd been saying on this walk like how how tall I was, um, which, as we all know, I'm not. But in, in German, please. I can't even remember. I think I worked it out at the time, but I wouldn't even know how to say that personally. Okay. Um, but uh, so we got up to these goalposts, and he asked if I could reach the goalposts, and I stood under it, and I couldn't I couldn't quite reach the crossbar from a standing position. And I, tr- I jumped and tried to catch it and I couldn't. Um, oh, yeah, no, so I, I could. I jumped up and I grabbed it. But then I wanted to get my legs up. And I don't have the upper body strength to pull myself up and grab my legs onto the crossbar. So I realized if I run going parallel, you know, inside the, the goal mouth, as it were, if I run, jump, grab, the momentum of that run jump will allow my legs to then swing up on the pivot of my hands and I will be able to loop onto yes. the crossbar. It's like some early Renaissance era science experiment. It is. Oh, There's someone. Some... Hello? Peter, du bist sehr groß. Oh, there we go. Let me try that again. Oh, yeah, they do just say gross, don't they? Peter, du bist sehr groß. Oh, she got a bit slower that time. <laughs> she did. I forgot that that... Peter, du bist sehr groß. That was faster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that means big, but also tall, apparently. That was your that was your cousin kind of saying it was, that to you, Peter. Exactly what he's do, do best Peter, hair, her grow, gross. That's how he said it. So yeah. I ran, I jumped, I grabbed the goalposts, and then I woke up on the floor, <laughs> and um, I I stood up. I everything was pretty much a solid yellow color. I could just sort of make out bits of luminosity but kind of was blind um and i looked down saw my german cousin standing next to me and i couldn't remember where i was or why i was there all i knew was wait that's my cousin who lives in a country hundreds and hundreds of miles away i don't know where i am he's standing there looking at me like something's (laughs) happened what what on earth so then we walked he sort of walked me back to the hotel and when i got to the hotel and saw that the party was on um I, I, what, for some reason, one of my questions was how old my aunt was, and they told me that she was 75. And I don't think she looks 75, so for a minute, I thought that I'd potentially lost years of my life. I was like, <laughs> oh what on God. earth are you talking about? She's only 60, you know? So, <laughs> that was that. That was slightly less abridged than I wanted. But anyway, I got my memory back like two hours later, but it was really, really horrible. Like, it was 
so much scarier than than you think. Like, you know, the idea of amnesia just sounds a bit like, whoa, that'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? A bit like a, a bit like a bad trip or something. No, no, no. no. It was like Crazy. terrifying. It's that fear that it's never going to return. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'd hate that. So, um... Cousin, help me. I can Cousin, help me. I can only see yellow. I can only yellow. see yellow. Yeah. Oh. That's right. Oh, she's slow again. <laughs> That's probably how I was talking. Yeah. <laughs> probably was. Slurring your words. Head injuries are frightening. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh. So what Scary obviously stuff. happened was I jumped up, swung up to a, an almost horizontal orientation, let go or slipped off and landed on the back of my head where all your vision is processed, oh, which is why I went blind. Um, yeah, it was it was scary stuff. The one other thing I was going to say was when I was uh, two years old, um, it was really snowy in Yorkshire. So, and I was wearing this sort of like padded one piece thing. We were visiting, nice. visiting some family. My mum parked across the road from their house. And uh, while she was trying to get my sister out of the car, I jumped out of the car, ran across the road into the path of a, a car that was coming uh, and they slammed the brakes on but they just sort of slid they just carried on it was on a downhill as well oh and they just slid into me unfortunately i rolled up onto the bonnet rather than under the wheels and if i'd not been wearing my padded one piece i don't really know what would have happened but uh i was pretty much fine peter gets hit by a car the prequel yeah oh my god yeah i've been it's, hit by several you, cars you have a precedent yeah, for being I think I maybe even cars. said that at the time when we were doing the video. I'm not sure, but I've got one more actual bit of documentary dialogue here from the event. Oh yeah, you ready to hear it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was. Wait, hang on. What was that? Let me play it Cousin... for you again in German. Hang on. I know that I've put a word in here that it does not know. So let me. Oh. Oh, she's slow. And plumps. Do you want to hear it in English? Something about break. I've broken some. I think she said, or, or I'm ill. I don't know. I heard cranking. Yeah, pretty much. Here we go. You ready? Cousin oh. Pete, this sick trick, my dude. Thud. Sick Thud. trick. <laughs> cranking. Cranking trick. Pete, this sick trick, my dude. Thud. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. That's real. Thud. Is that what it translated to plumps? Plumps, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> I don't know why. Michael's gone with plumps that's there. It. Plumps. <laughs> I, I kind of acknowledge plumps in the moment. I was like, oh, that's quite funny. And just, I don't know, hearing the discussion of the word plumps and thud. Plumps. <laughs> thud. They don't say thud in Germany, even though it's an onomatopoeia. They say plumps. I guess maybe they're a bit fatter over there, so that's the sound they make when they fall. <laughs> that famous line from the beginning of, uh, of of Winnie the Pooh, when he's coming down the stairs, and it's thud, thud, thud. Yeah. But it's just plumps, plumps, plumps. Yeah. The Pooh Bear. Talking of Winnie the Pooh, uh, yeah. My when I when I visited my my German family another time when I was a lot younger, they had this Winnie the Pooh book where you could press buttons on the side and it would play sound effects. And there was oh. one for the 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 Wurzel or the Wuzzle or something. It's some sort of 
creature from the Hundred Acre Wood. And when he pressed it, it would play this music that just went da 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 da. But then I visited again many years later, and the battery was going on it. Oh no! And I pressed the button, and it just went. And I, I didn't want to ever touch that book again. It was the Cursed. scariest thing. I'm just typing the Winnie the Pooh line in. <laughs> Plumps. Sad, sad, sad. We've still not had your injury, Ben. We've been on me for ages now. It's not giving me plumps this time. Okay. Oh. Maybe because it's context sensitive. Oh, it's giving me... Oh, this is way better. <laughs> okay. So here's what I've written in English. Here comes Winnie the Pooh, thud, thud, thud. Oh, thud, thud, thud. Are you ready for it in German? Yeah. Please. Here comes Winnie the Pooh, schlack, schlack, schlack. Schlack, schlack, schlack. Arguably an improvement on plumps. Uh, my injury, um, I dislocated my right patella, my kneecap. Oh, oh no. Um, I was doing a football, as I am prone to do as a sports boy. Yeah. And uh, especially then, the the peak of physical fitness. And um, When's then? Oh, God. Uh, 2008, 2009. That's a good year for Ben Potter. Yeah, thick boy back then. Um, and I d- we have a history of like not great joints in my family anyway. Right. I mean, some some dank joints, but not great. Like, <laughs> not you know they don't work very well. Yeah. And um, my knees always clicked, and they weren't great. But I was playing football one day, and I felt something go ping in my knee, and I was oh. just like, that's that's weird. So I went in golf for a bit, and I was like, okay, I feel better now. And I ran out, swung at the ball, and then my entire kneecap just went all the way around the side of my leg, oh. and. Uh, it was dislocated for about 20 minutes, and then uh, my dad came and helped me to my feet, and as they pulled me up, it went it went back in again. Um, but I basically had to have a a leg brace on uh, with that that like locked at certain angles as because the tendon snapped, basically, the tendon oh, went. Gosh. And the tendon had to reattach and slowly get used to increased movement. Mm-hmm. So I was wearing a leg brace. I can't remember for how long for now. It must have been like six, seven, eight months I was wow. wearing this leg brace. Jesus. And I had to sleep on the floor because I had like this this high sleeper bed that had like a desk underneath it and a ladder oh, that shit. went up to it. Uh... So, I mean, I, I would say it sucks, but I didn't have to do PE for seven months. Amazing. And I it think was worth that's a it. win. It was all worth it. I'm like sweating and I feel physically ill from that. I think dislocate, like dislocating joints is my biggest fear because oh, I'm no. sure like it's probably not the worst thing ever, but just the popping back in of it. Like you've got to fix it at some point. You can't just leave it a dangle. Mm. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. Fortunately, it's never happened since. I've had like my knee feel a bit like go ping again and feel a bit weird and it's swollen up, but usually we just like rest it. it sorts itself out but fortunately far more active than i used to be done done a run a hell of a lot of miles since then and my knees are, are stronger as a result mm. thank god uh, yeah. otherwise i'd just be falling apart all over the shop wouldn't even be able to do nothing nothing just dislocating that'd be a good weapon while just taking my knee off and just swinging it well like, yeah just basically loosening it and just using it as like a nunchuck yeah oh man i'd be fucking terrified if someone came at me with a dislocated leg for a weapon I will. Um, I'll get back you back to you next time. I'll let you know how I get on. Oh, sweet! With my nunchuck leg. Good. Let's move on to another question before we get into our first thing. This is from Jamshed at Mighty Jamshed. What's Peeper going to eat? First a Scotch bonnet, then a Twix. 
I'm expecting something radical like a peanut. Oh. Oh yeah, did you eat a Twix? I did, a zilt, yeah. When did you, what did you, I, I think I saw that and what it wasn't a convenient moment to view it. Oh, it oh I sick fan. Look at this fucking poser over here. Is it on the channel or is it, was it on Twitter? Yeah, it's on the channel. It's on the channel. Oh, sweet. Okay. It's not so that I, you would know, it's fine. No yeah, I better eat something then. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe Ben's kneecap. Oh, there we well, go. Well, uh, let me try out the, I want to see how effective the thing is first. Is a kneecap cartilage or bone? Uh, it's a little bit of bone that sits in a lot of cartilage, I right. think. I'm glad you had like an actual answer for that. That was amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I, I might be wrong, but I, I know way more about knees than I should do. I was going to say, you should know. Out of the three of us, yeah. I think you should know about kneecaps. Schlag, schlag, schlag. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> words to live by. Who's got a thing and who would like to go first? I've got a thing. I've got a quick thing, which will sort of balance out the fact that we've been on these first two questions for a long old time. <laughs> Um, it's just a, a news article that I saw reported. Um, it was actually a while ago, but I'd, I've been meaning to bring it to the uh, to the podcast. Really just for the way it's been written. You know, a little bit like last time we did the podcast, I um, read those Wikipedia, that Wikipedia article about your mum jokes. Yeah. And it's, it's when people try to write things formally, even though they're really silly. Right. And uh, this is um, a sensational storyline from... Metro.co.uk. That's not storyline, just story. Um, that has been written in very much a journalistic way, even though it's just a silly thing that happened. Okay. Mum mm -hmm. shocked. <laughs> Sorry, I've just reread this headline <laughs> and it's really good. Okay. Ma <laughs> I hope I can get through this. Mum shocked as meat face turns up inside <laughs> 91p pack of Aldi sausages. <laughs> Meat face? Meat, what the fuck's a meat face? Mum shocked as meat face turns up in 91p pack of Aldi sausages. Is meat face a Scooby-Doo villain? Oh, God, it could be. Yeah. Aren't we all meat faces, really? True. Yeah. At the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, every face is a meat face. Well, you're not. You're a vegan face. Oh, yeah, I've got carrot face. <laughs> you got, you got broccoli face. <laughs> oh, no. So... Maybe I should send you the image first. So uh, let me just okay. send this to you. We'll try and remember to put this in the link dump. But if not, just search for Mum Shocked as <laughs> she finds Meat Face. Oh, my oh God. My oh, God. my God. We haven't done we haven't done a link dump for ages just so people can Google it themselves. What, is, what the fuck is that? So now that you've seen the photo, it this should be just... So someone has done that deliberately at the factory, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like a portrait of the daughter at the front. Oh it does, God. actually, yeah. Um, and now that you know that someone has done that at the factory and just had a bit of a silly joke, and, you know, let's all just calm down because someone's being s silly. Let's see what you think of the, the way they've written up this article. Okay. A mum says she is worried about quality control after finding a sausage meat faced inside a 91p pack of Aldi bangers. <laughs> Peter, sorry. Yeah. Before you continue, I feel like we could do more to describe the meat face. Because <laughs> for, the for those who were unable is, to... It upsets me that people might have no earthly idea. Because this is this is a pack of sausages, right? It's just meant to be sausages? Yeah. yeah. I'm really confused about how... What, what is it? <laughs> so it's a really flat 
circular patty about the size of someone's face, and then it's got two smaller circles, sort of as fried sort of egg eyes. looking, yeah, yeah. with, yeah, with even eggs. smaller circles on top, and then what looks the most like a sausage, a big flat curved sausage. into a smile. Yeah, and I don't know how they've done this with just sausages. <laughs> and there's no nose. I don't think it's necessarily just sausage. I think it's done with sausage meat. I think they've sort of oh god molded it. It's just so white. It's got no color. What I mean, fuck? those look like cheap sausages, but honestly, I wouldn't be mad at opening up my bag. I'd, cook, <laughs> just getting I'd cook it up for breakfast. I'd be, I'd be absolutely thrilled. <laughs> yeah. They don't put toys in cereal anymore, but if I can get a fucking sausage face, sorry, meat face. The best thing is, look at the packaging that it's coming. So it looks like more of a... A ready meal. Well, yeah, but it's it's like a loose package. It's not like in a box. It's in like a, oh. almost like a jiffy bag. So how did she not feel that there was one enormous slab of sausage meat in there rather oh. than, you know, lots of different sausages? She looks like a Kerry. I think she said, Kerry, this, it's my time. It's my time to shine. We're going to get on the local news. <laughs> She's going through the entire supermarket like blind bags trying to feel out the sausage faces. There's a second photo that's almost identical, but just okay. slightly different poses from everyone involved. Um, it's time for Kerry's meat face. Wow. That's oh. great. Um, her name is Fran. Let me tell oh, you all okay. about that's her. That's disappointing. Okay. Oh, is that the meat face's name? Yeah, yes. Fran <laughs> Webster, 28, meat face, said, Someone clearly got bored on their shift and decided to form a different shape out of the sausage meat. Aldi has apologised, saying it's working with its sausage supplier to try and piece together what had happened. Fran said, I'd like to give the person who did it a high five. It's amazing, but it does make you worry about eating sausages that were in the packet. I mean, that packaging. Yeah, that's the least of your worries. How many sausages is that? Is it, it looks like it might say 26 sausages. Holy shit. Yeah. For 91 Does pence. that look about right, Peter? Oh, it says actually how many sausages are in here. Oh, does it? She had okay. taken the pack out of the freezer, thinking she would find 20 ordinary sausages inside. Fucking 20 sausages? <laughs> to make a casserole. What quality were you expecting? <laughs> she, she wanted to make a casserole. She could have just put the face in it and covered it. Exactly. Uh, in a packet of 20, we got only 12 sausages, <laughs> and then this massive face came out, <laughs> she said. I mean, at least there were sausages in there, so that's something. Yeah. Fran could feel an, an unusual lump in the blue and white pack. She said, I thought, what the hell is that? When I turned it over, I saw it was a face. Luckily, my mate was there as well. I don't know why that's fortunate. Luckily. Because yeah. <laughs> it could have got me. Yeah. The face was around an inch thick and rough... An inch thick? And <laughs> no, it's not. Look at it. <laughs> and roughly the same size as a CD. Fran added... No, it's not! <laughs> It's Fran massive. Fran added, I wrapped it back up in tinfoil and put it back in my freezer. <laughs> <laughs> the kids, I, sorry. Because it might be evidence. <laughs> this gets better and better. I forgot how good this was. It's <laughs> like a beloved dead pet. Oh, let's put it in the freezer. The, <laughs> the kids wanted to eat it. <laughs> but I was a bit concerned about the fact that workers have been able to do that. That's worrying. Oh, I'm really oh, I'm really upset there's no pictures of it like cooked. Oh, she should have cooked it for sure. The 12 sausages went straight in the bin. 
Luckily, she had a spare pack for the casserole. <laughs> yes! Yes, Fran! And Fran said the face discovery has not diminished her love for Aldi. The supermarket said it was investi- investigating how the item came to be sold. An Aldi spokeswoman last night said, We apologise to Miss Webster and have offered a refund on this product. We are currently speaking to our supplier to understand how this could have happened. For God's sake. If Aldi do not stock a sausage meat face soon, they will have missed a trick. I would would give up veganism for that. Yeah. Absolutely. I love the fact that Fran has 40 sausages in a freezer at all times. (laughs) You never know when you need a casserole, right? (laughs) You could have potato smiley faces with a sausage smiley face. You could have just an entire plate full of faces for dinner. Jesus Christ, that was the best thing I've ever heard. Fantastic. Oh my God, the caption to the image that I've sent you is just, that's not a sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Anyway, that's my thing. Meat face. Thank you, Peter. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Incredible. We now go to The Edge from U2 oh. at the, the underscore Brit underscore Geek. If you pitted all the characters from the Vidiot's extended universe against each other in a Battle Royale style event, full stop, Ooh. <laughs> who would come out the victor? Oh. Would it be Dick Machinko? I mean, he's dangerous, isn't he? But he I is. think he's all bark and no bite, really. Possibly, yeah. He did found sealed Team 6. Eh... Uh. The game that he made, the game about him was, you could tell that, like, he tried to make it so that he sounded way tougher than he actually is. Check the bodies. That asshole's still twitching. That's right, Nighty Night, you sweet piece of shit. Uh, Are we talking about modern day Dick Machinko, or are we talking about, in his prime, that's right, Nighty Night, you sweet piece of shit, Dick Machinko? Who are we talking about? That's a good question. I don't know. Probably everyone in their prime, I think. Maybe yeah. Milo. He's got purge experience. That's oh, true. true. Milo could, but equally rules boss with bureaucratic um, incompetence. Yeah. Could could really wind Richard up. Maybe Jeff. 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 I was thinking Jeff. Yeah. He's got hands oh, and he's Jeff's... got feet. He's an invisible agent. Yeah. Something in the walls. I point. think he's supernatural. So like, I feel like he has an edge. He's not a physical being. He's He's better than that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. That's very true. I think you might be right. I think possibly Meatface. <laughs> <laughs> New edition, Meatface. Welcome. Welcome to the universe, Meatface. <laughs> we all know that DBP couldn't do it because he temporarily lost the use no, of his legs at one point. He's got gout and, and hand, foot and mouth and all yeah. sorts of other yeah. things. So we can't um, yeah. do that. Uh, th- how about the city of Stoke-on-Trent? Oh, oh yeah, there we go. That's powerful. It is. How are you going right. to fight that, huh? Stephen Seagull. Stephen Seagull also oh, powerful. Fucking yeah. seagulls, actually. I I was walking along town centre on Saturday. I had just bought like a nice toasted sandwich, and I was like really enjoying it. Walking along, oh. I got about halfway through before seagull fucking swooped. Didn't bite out my hands, knocked out my hands with vigorous <sighs> force, and then five other seagulls swept in. And wow. finished off the remains that had fallen to the floor. I was God. so pissed off. I've never seen that happen in real life. I've seen it a lot on on you know YouTube clips and stuff. But wow, it was it was like I was it was the, like Saturday. It's the busiest day of the week for that area, and just people all around me start giggling and laughing. And I oh, no. I suppose it's not. I suppose it's not the best reaction with hindsight. 
But if if a seagull knocked food out of my hand, yeah. I would be irrationally angry to the point where I would probably try and kick it really hard. <laughs> would that be a bad move, do you think? I don't know, probably. Or would it be warranted? I'm, well, it depends on the value of the food or how much you're enjoying it. I mean, I can tell you for a fact the value of that seagull is fucking nothing. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Do we have a winner? Who would win? I mean, Richard's a good shout. Don't forget that Halle Berry is Catwoman. <laughs> no, she is. She's an actual superhero. Mm. No, that's well, true. She's really good at basketball. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> really good at basketball. God, I mean, I'm tempted. I'm tempted just to go with Demo Dick. Because yeah, yeah, he's the one with the most experience, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, he's so. ready for a fight. Um, we're not mentioning our walrus children because they're too special. Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't stand a chance. They're too. They're too precious. Well, last minute contender. I've just thought of the electrical powers of Palmu's egg. Oh, okay, okay. Palmusek, yeah. yeah. Palmu's egg. Well, one or the other. Probably Palmusek, actually. Palmu's egg was pretty pathetic. Um, I don't know. When <laughs> when it got damaged, it let off a powerful stink. That's true. A powerful Musek. Yeah. <laughs> well. God, so many characters. <laughs> yeah. It's too far. So much nonsense. Well, I'll move things on then to the next question. Mm-hmm. No, to a thing. Oh. How's that? I've got a thing. <gasps> you want to hear about it? Yeah. Please. Do you fellas want to raid Area 51 with me? Uh, see, I nearly brought this. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us about it. I'm going to tell you all about it. You may have seen this. I'm sure you have. It's exploding in meme culture at the moment, but I just thought I'd give a little bit of context and background. And then I've got a few questions for you boys about it as well. Okay. Oh, good. So this comes from reputable news source, Sky News. And this is their write-up. Half a million people have signed up to storm a US military base that conspiracy theorists say holds alien technology. The event is called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. <laughs> and says, we will, all meet, we will all meet up at the Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. <laughs> And then Sky News goes on to clarify what a Naruto run is. Oh, Naruto <laughs> run is the unique running style of Naruto Uzumaki, the star of the Japanese anime series Naruto, who sprints with his arms stretched behind him. The event, set for the 20th of September, is likely a joke. Facebook user Jackson Barnes wrote, Hello US government, this is a joke, and I do not intend to actually go ahead with this plan. I just thought it would be funny and get me some thumbsy uppies on the internet. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I'm not responsible if people decide to actually storm Area 51. Oh, if you say you're not responsible, you are not responsible. That's how it works. Do you think that he might have added works. that retroactively, like once he realized it was blowing up? He definitely did, yeah. because here's a quick update for you. Over 1.5 million people have now signed up for the event. <laughs> and oh, my God. There's 1.1 million people who are interested in attending. <laughs> ah, they've but got to see sure if they're, open, they're available to do it. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure if I can make it. In a statement to the Washington Post, a spokeswoman said, Area 51 is an open training range for the US Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American armed forces. And then here's the chilling line, the US Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets. Oh my god. I'm pretty sure it's a shoot to kill area, basically. Like, there's it signs, is, right? There's signs that say, like, we will just shoot you if you... I think they even include the word just. We will just shoot you. If we you... are just going to shoot yeah. it'd be like a genocide of meme lords oh. oh it would that's the thing that's what i want to talk to you guys about 
So obviously this is all a big joke and there have been lots of memes coming from it, including plenty of fake Snapchats of celebrities (laughs) saying that they're going to go, uh, you know, like Mulder and Scully saying, we're in, see you there, (laughs) so on. But some people will definitely take this seriously. They will. And will be there on the 20th of September. And I, for one, cannot wait to see what happens. That's going to be amazing. I want to see... 300 people Naruto run at a US airbase. <laughs> That's what I want to see happen, please. It will happen as well because like there's 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 always people who go extreme enough to do whatever the hell they say they're going to do and oh it's going to be the best. There'll be a load of vloggers there as well like yeah, yeah just going to cover crews. the event and news crews, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, it's something is going to happen. I think the guy who's founded this probably the only safe thing that he can do now is to just take down the event. Yeah. yeah, like just to cover his ass, and if people decide to go anyway, then at least he washed his hands of it. But if this keeps going at the rate it's going, there are going to be people who will go, even if they don't Naruto run. <laughs> there being a few, uh, even just a few thousand people standing at the perimeter to Area Fifty One will be enough for police and probably armed forces to get involved. I would have thought possibly. Yeah, wonderful use of government resources. I love it. It's just mad. The worst thing is because there's been such a, you know, an announcement in so far ahead of time. They'll be moving the aliens to Area Fifty Two, you know, long idiots. in advance. Yeah. There'll be nothing They're gonna there. They're going to be gone. Uh, so Peter Merlin, which is a great name, an aerospace historian who has written extensively about Area Fifty One, said the facility is strictly a place for testing and evaluating aircraft and associated weapons systems. He told NBC News, anyone who shows up in September may find themselves more at risk from the unforgiving desert terrain (laughs) rather than the bullets of those who guard the facility. Despite the warning, the number of people signed up to the event continues to increase. Good. So they could well just die in the desert. Possibly. Because it's it's too hot. In, on the, in the area of deserts, it's been like a real drought of good memes this year. I'm really glad this has come along because, fuck me, there's some really funny stuff coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah, there really are. I thought you were going to say the desert, the desert memes. <laughs> it's been, we haven't had enough desert memes. Now yeah. we got some. So I have three questions for you. Mm-hmm. Once again, will you boys Naruto run with me into the breach? Of course. Uh, will you be there on the day, Peter? I will be there on the day... I think I would rather um, just sort of saunter. Yeah, yeah. You're just gonna. You're not gonna Naruto run. You're just gonna gallop. Maybe yeah, not trot. even that. Just sort of swagger. Just swagger in. Swagger in. That's fine. You... But I'll be there. Okay, good. As long as you're there, that's all that matters. Are you gonna not Naru tiptoe? The, there it is. To the there it is. Bits. There we go. Oh, Very nice. I spent boy. a good thirty seconds trying to think how to say that. It was worth it. It was worth the wait. Thank you. Second question: What do you think we'll find there? Um, Peter Merlin. We're gonna find Peter Merlin. Yeah. Our demise. Our demise. Yeah. Just our death. Yeah. I, 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 I really want there to be aliens there, but. As you said, if if there's anything weird there, it's going to be moved off a lockdown. I don't know what do they expect. They're going to if they bust through that first barrier. That's already a heavily guarded area, but it's still a hell of a distance to. The oh yeah, it's a long way complex. in. Complex. It's yeah. not like the San Andreas area fifty one where it's a gate and then you're straight there. It's it's a fucking big area. And yeah, if we keep running at this locked door, will it open? 
that's the thing. It's not enough to just run from the bullets. You have to be able to get through <laughs> gates and fences and high security doors and stuff. You know, whatever's in there, whether it's experimental aircraft or, you know, actual aliens who landed in Roswell, you're not going to be able to get to anything. It's just not going to be accessible. Doesn't matter how fast it's you run. It's like a, a petting zoo of aliens out in the open. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good deterrent, though, wouldn't it? If they just put all their secret shit just, just on the front garden. Like, oh, come on, yeah. this is what you want, right? You can look at it from there, but you're not coming any closer. <laughs> And that's it. That would put almost everyone off. Yeah. Apart from people who are in it for the memes. Final question. Legitimately, come the 20th of September, how many fatalities do you think will come of this? Oh, God. I think there'll be... They'll probably... If if the... If Area 51 think it's as likely to happen as, as we do, and I think people will turn up, maybe not many, then they'll probably be equipped with, like, non-lethal stuff. Because they'll yeah. know that like a bunch of idiots are going to be coming today, so let's just buy, you know, let's get a, a few water cannon or like, you know, whatever rubber bullets. So I think there won't be any fatalities. I'm going to say. Well, this is America we're talking about. That's mm. <laughs> not the safety of Europe where we use non-lethal force. It's gonna. I don't know. I as I think like to think there'll be barricades everywhere. Like there'll there'll be measures in place to stop people getting past. But I, I don't, if someone gets past. I think it just takes one person to die before everyone to run off. Yeah. Yeah. Disperse. There might be a desert-related fatality or, you know, <laughs> someone might have an asthma yeah. attack on the way, but I don't think anyone's going to get shot dead, I'm saying. Oh, you don't be, think? That'd be good, though. Let's mm. find out. You think they'll just throw a, a canister of, like, tear gas in and then they'll just disperse and run away? I suspect so, if anything all happens at all. Naruto running nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I think at least... There'll be, I don't know about fatalities, but I think at least 10 people will be injured Yeah. on mm. the 20th of September. That's yeah, my guess. I think that's about right. And uh, we'll absolutely check back in on this as yeah. it's, the, it's, it's the sort of zeitgeist of the internet currently. I realize this podcast doesn't go out for nearly another week at the mm. time of recording, but I'm sure it will still be a topic of conversation then. There'll be so some kind of been insightful. Yeah. yeah, maybe someone will have died already. <laughs> maybe they, they, they got the date wrong and they went on the 20th of July. Oh, no. And they just, Naruto ran to their doom. Oh, it's a long time to wait. <laughs> it really is. I'm excited, though. It's like waiting for the next Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Be there with my popcorn. Let's move on to another question. Yeah. This comes from Darren C. at the Dark So on Twitter. Mm. Answer this next question in your Brian Butterfield voice. <laughs> This next question is from Callum Story at Callum Story One on Twitter. What are the worst food gimmicks you've seen on restaurant menus? I'm talking sausage rolls and burgers, Christmas dinner nachos, chocolate pizza, etc. Sweet pizzas, featuring <laughs> candies, shoelaces, and chocolate spread, Nutella base. But Peter, yes, are you saying that? Sweet pizza is what you think is egregious. I'm sorry, egregious. <laughs> or, or are you just doing a Butterfield and naming things on pizza? No, I do think sweet pizza is a silly thing. It's not a pizza. It, it's just a, a pastry base featuring... It's practically a birthday pie. It is literally just some sort of pie featuring various things, sweets that look like they belong on a pizza. However... It is not a pizza. It no. is pizza only in name and should not it's be. It's a very naughty boy. 
Yeah. In St. Nicholas's... Oh, God. In St. Nicholas's market stall area, there was a... Oh, I can't do it. Brian Burtfield, can you teach it's me okay, the It's okay, Michael. You can't do it. Keep going. Just Wait, sort of birthday your job. <laughs> Bob Bonds. How you get in the character? Just sort of... Uh, just intentionally mispronounce everything. Completely close your nose off. Yeah, completely. In St. Nicholas's Market, the... <laughs> <laughs> Brozen. Nitrogen ice cream. Nitrogen... The genuine thing I once saw. What? Nitrogen ice cream. Nitrogen cooled ice cream. Perfect for birthdays, bar mitzvahs, and more. <laughs> that sounds dangerous to me. Ice cream is cold enough. Meat faces. Meat faces. Mystery meat faces. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, but a, f a few years ago now, I think it was with the launch of one of those Halo video games, uh, there was a pizza that Domino's done what featured burgers in the crusts. Like, yes. at the end of every slice, there was a little... There Crust was a burger. Little, a little crust burger. Do you, up have, in the corner. Have you seen on the internet.com of yeah. the the black burgers that were released at Halloween at McDonald's and or Burger King that made people do green poopoos? Yeah, I did see the green poopoos. I did. That's because I tried one myself. I didn't. I was too scared. Delicious. I went straight home. <laughs> and I googled pictures of it on the internet. <laughs> Instead. Good question w. there, thanks. Double-double-you. Uh, double-double-you. I, I tried so hard there, but it's hard to A, keep a straight face, and B, do that accent. Jesus yeah. That's a very valiant effort. Tricky one. Uh, Good stuff. Mikey, what you got? I want to talk about some famous animals for a bit. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I'm ready. The first one is, I think, one of my favorite animals to ever exist in the history of everything. He's actually um, a resident fixture of the podcast we talked about him in episode seven of podiats but i think it's time we expanded his story oh is it the headless okay. chicken it's uncle fatty oh uncle fatty <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't remember uncle fatty is <laughs> uh, uncle fatty is a wild macaw from thailand and he weighs three times the average for his species oh, wow to quote the bbc website the obese monkey was the head of a complex snack hustle. <laughs> Those are the three best words you'll ever read on the BBC website. Complex sort of snack hustle. He leads a pack of minions who help keep him supplied with snacks and soft drinks discarded by tourists. He'd all, but also, he'd redistribute these items to the younger monkeys. So kind of like Robin Hood. <laughs> what a good guy. So due to the monkey's size, the locals dubbed him Uncle Fatty, and pictures of him were spread around social media a few years ago. Unfortunately, this alerted local wildlife officials to his whereabouts. Oh no. Oh no, the internet dubbed him in. Yeah, well, they decided to go ahead and fat shame him. They decided it was time Uncle Fatty went on a diet. No! I'm gonna Google, I wanna remind myself how fat he is. It's Uncle. just beautiful. Can you post it in the chat? Yeah, I will. Oh, so, my Christ. He's just okay. a tumour with a head on. That's what he looks like. Oh, my like. God. Don't call Uncle Fatty a tumour. Look at him, though. Hang on. Hang on. All I'm seeing is meat face currently. I know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is what Uncle Fatty like. is. It's no different, really. I'm ready. Oh, it's loading. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, look at that ploppy boy. Absolute unit. 
What a round lad. He looks like Jabba the Hutt. He's not got any legs. Oh, that's a fat macaque. It so, is. wildlife officials set out to find and capture Uncle Fatty, but they said it was not easy to catch him. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Too fast. This is oh, this is just a good detail here. Oh, stop posting pictures of Uncle Fatty. I need Look to look how red his tummy is. It's all distended. Oh, it's really sore. So it was difficult to catch him because he was the leader of his pack, and when I tried to go in, I had to fight off a flock of them with sticks. Oh, oh god! <laughs> it got violent. But with him captured, Uncle Fatty was shipped off to Fat Camp, where he was fed a healthy and more steady diet of fruits, oh, vegetables, no. and lean protein. Oh. This makes me so sad. What does he look like now? Have we got a before and after? <laughs> oh, do oh. we have a montage? Do we have a montage? Oh, the Uncle Fatty workout montage. And he'll do a workout tape soon. I'll do some Google and Googling for you now. Uh, see if he's if there's an, an after. Yeah, I want to know if he walked along the razor's edge. I've got some stats here. I think you mean fats. Oh, Uncle Fat's camp. Uh, fat camp went well. He lost 8% of his body mass and his tum tummy no longer dragged along the ground. Oh. However, news broke the other week and the headline reads... No. Chunky monkey that became an internet star due to its enormous belly... Michael, is, please. ...is feared dead. No. no. After disappearing from animal fat camp in Thailand... Oh no, they broke him out. <laughs> 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 Fear dead or away. missing. So yeah, there's been no sightings of Uncle Fatty for four months. God. You know what that means to me? What does that mean? Is that he's so trim that he fits right in with the other monkeys. Oh my God, he became one of, one of them. Mm -hmm. One of the people. After his disappearance, locals asked police to check CCTV footage <laughs> from areas he was known to roam in. But there was no sign. Officials fear he is dead. Prior to his disappearance, he had lost his appetite, sparking fears that he isolated himself to prepare for his death. Oh, God. Oh, no. I thought you were going to say prior to his, prior to his disappearance, he'd posted something on Twitter or something like that. <laughs> Vacation oh. time. Oh. So please, this is a plea. If you've seen or heard anything about the whereabouts of Uncle Fatty, please get in touch. This is of vital importance. Is there a help Make line? sure you tweet us. Make sure you tweet us at Vidiots Official. Yeah, I'll, I'll give um, out my personal the... phone number in the description of the video to call me and uh, tell me anything you know. Any pictures of any fat monkeys? <laughs> All of them. We're offering a reward of 250,000 yeah boys. Oh, yeah. That, it's, it's worth every yeah boy. Uh, you can have a Brian Butterfield version or regular version. Those are the only two that we offer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Good yes, call. boy. So I thought I'd, I'd supplement this incredible creature with a few other incredible creatures from history. Oh. First up, we've got Tibbles the Terminator. Love him. What's he about? <laughs> there have been many cases where humans have systematically caused the extinction of various species, but we never really notice the same thing that occurring in animals. Enter the unique case of Tibbles the Terminator. Oh, I know where this is going. This cat is the reason for the total extermination of the rare species of a flightless bird known yeah. as the Stevens Island Wren. Oh, Tibbles. And to date, it is the only case where a single living animal has wiped out a whole species. He just arrived on a ship, didn't he, I think? And, and there, there was yeah. this flightless, defenseless bird that had no predators on this island. Oh. Tibbles couldn't believe his luck. It was like being at Zaza's. It was like being Uncle Fatty, just food everywhere. Yeah. Oh, Tibbles. Next. 
the monkey that killed a nation's leader during war. After two victorious Balkan wars against the Ottoman Empire, Greece was prevailing and conquering one territory after another against Turkey. Greece was about to invade and reconquer Constantinople after 500 years of Ottoman occupation. But the, Cre the Greek leader of the military campaign would lose his life because of an attack from a monkey while walking in his royal gardens. Oh my god. A macaque, again, <gasps> dangerous oh animals these, a macaque bit the king and caused him a wound that would later become infected and kill him at age 27. My god. Oh no. Only a couple of years after his death and a series of political mistakes by the Greek side, the initially victorious campaign fast became a national disaster for Greece and a monkey became the nation's most hated living animal. Oh no. Fuck, that's a way to go. You're this man who leads war and you get killed by a little monkey. Do you know about the, the curse of Tutankhamun? Where allegedly, I think it says somewhere on his tomb, like, you know, whoever disturbs this, you know, body will suffer great misfortune or whatever. And right. loads of, I don't know if like statistically it's like actually any different to what you would expect, but lots of people involved in his, uh, in the excavation ended up dying like soon after for various oh, reasons. Yeah. Um, but two of them are animal related. Um, one of them, Lord Carnarvon, who's like the second in command, he's, he was like the guy who was there with uh, Alan Carter, I think he was called, um, or Howard Carter, I can't remember. Um, he got bitten by a mosquito um, on his cheek in the same place where there's a scar on Tutankhamun's body on his cheek. Oh. And then he cut it, he cut this bite accidentally with a razor blade when he was shaving, and it got infected and he died. Um, also... Uh, one of the first victims of the so-called curse was his budgie, um, which got eaten by a cobra. <laughs> Holy oh, no. shit, that's a hell of a way to go. Yeah, which is like the royal, the king of snakes in Egypt. So it was kind of weird, like, you know, it's strange. It's probably just a series of coincidences, but it's it's a weird thing. No, it's the it's the soul of Tutankhamun wreaking vengeance. It is that, the people yeah. who dare disturb him. It is. Next up, we got Mr. Magoo, the mongoose with a life sentence. Oh, a mongoose. No. Yeah, it's, we're on a theme of animals today. It's all, all tying together. Yeah. Do we know Jeff's last name? Oh, my God. It could Magoo. Be... <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Magoo. Magoo. Yeah, That's quite a good name, to be fair. Rolls off the tongue. GM. The mongoose is a prohibited animal in the United States. The oh. only exception was Mr. Magoo, who had been given to a zoo by a foreign sailor. Mr. Magoo was given to a zoo. Oh, <laughs> sounds like a Dr. Zeus book. It does. On the 15th of November 1962, he was taken from the Duluth Zoo and sentenced to death or deportation back to his motherland, India. This caused a huge uproar. While thousands visited him, visited him in just one weekend, many wrote to the authorities with a warning against the critter's possib possibility to escape. They were scared that he would fill the nation with more of his kind. Well, not on his own, he won't, will he? Yeah, yeah. And the unlucky carnivore was the only of his species on the country, so he had no mate, making that practically impossible. Mm. Thankfully, he was eventually given a reprieve, and he lived his life eating eggs and drinking tea. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. He, enjo he enjoyed free reign in the zoo until he died in 1968. A good life. Uh, the best life. I want to live my life eating eggs and drinking tea, but yeah, can't, can't, can't just do that, can we? I want free reign right. of the zoo. Yeah. You have to believe, Peter. The last one is a bit of a local northern history. Mm. Monkey hangers. What? Monkey hangers? <laughs> Up north in Hartlepool, the colloquial nickname for people from the town is monkey hangers. Oh. 
Oh, I've heard this. I'll I'll let you go. But yeah, God, oh, this is yeah, crazy. Yeah, I've heard this too. Yeah, but yeah, why why are the Hartlepoolian people known as monkey hangers? Well, during the Napoleonic Wars, a French ship was wrecked in a storm off the coast of Hartlepool. The only survivor was a monkey, allegedly dressed in a French army uniform <laughs> to provide amusement for the crew. Upon finding the monkey on the beach, some locals decided to hope, hold an impromptu trial. Since the monkey was unable to answer their questions, they concluded that the monkey must be a French spy. Fair being, enough. being found guilty, the animal was sentenced to death and was hanged on the beach. It's horrible. I remember reading that. It's such a horrible story. There's a little monkey wearing a little outfit. A little sailor monkey. And he (laughs) washes up on the beach. And these presumably... I'm guessing they were... See, the way I've, I've heard it, I don't know if, like, they just... They knew it was a monkey, but somehow thought it was also a, a spy monkey. Or if they were that ignorant. I don't know if Hartlepool back then was, you know, just a sort of yokel village on the coast. That, like, they actually thought that Frenchmen might look like that. And this was yeah. an actual Frenchman, you know? That, that's what the Wikipedia article said. It said the Hartlepoolians had never seen a monkey nor a Frenchman, so they didn't really know what was going yeah. on. Supposedly. Oh, my God. And this poor monkey just got completely... It will have been really battered around as well, I'm sure. Poor thing. You working for the French, are you? You working for the French? <laughs> Could have been Uncle Fat as well. Oh, gee. Yeah, the descendant of Uncle Fat. Yeah. Could have oh, been. God. Maybe That's Uncle sad. Fat will roll up on a beach at some point. <laughs> Could do. In Hartlepool. And I go, we know what we're doing with this guy. Build a bigger gallows. It needs to take his weight. The weirdest thing is that there's like there's statues of monkeys all around Hartlepool, like kind of commemorating it and remembering it. It's just Jesus Christ. God, a bit morbid, but yeah. I mean, there's no there's no strict ruling on what actually happened though, right? Because it's all it's all apparently and allegedly. Yeah, so it, it might just be a local urban legend, mm. kind of like you know Robin Hood and stuff that's just grown into something that the town has adopt, yeah. adopted. But I really want it to be true, so it is true. Okay, that monkey was hung, hanged, <laughs> hanged. <laughs> That monkey was hung. Meet his hung. <laughs> hey! Monkeys are hanged. Jesus. Great stuff. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's it. Let your brain catch up. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, the disgusting there's things. There's my, my famous animals. Very good, Thank you, Michael. Michael. Really good. Thank you very much. We finish up here with a question from Ollie Nichols at Cardiff City Boy, who asks, What are some of your favourite Vidiot's Year One memories, either on screen or off screen? Oh. Oh. I th- Peter gets hit by a car. It was just being in that car park, like as you spend 10 minutes wrapping up Peter in bubble wrap. Mm. Just we stood back for a second and had the realization of this is our job. Yeah. It was, it was just like, oh God, what have we done? But also just such a magical moment. There was a time pressure as well. Yeah. Because, you know, it was an active garage. Luckily, nobody came in yeah. the entire time we were recording. God, imagine if someone did just roll in. There were cameras in there. Like, that could have gone so wrong for me. I was living there at the time. I had, what, like a few months left on my lease at that point? I could have just been kicked out, not got my deposit back. If I'd somehow died in an accident, like if you just slipped onto your accelerator and run over my head, you oh my you probably would have been done for manslaughter. Like, oh my God. they would have, would have said to you in court, like, you know, I know, like, he was a consenting victim, but... You're, you're, you need to be responsible enough to be like, no, I'm not going to run you over. So you could definitely have <laughs> right. been convicted for that. I could have done. Michael probably would have gone to jail too for just being involved. Yeah. yeah. Filming it. I'd have got off scot-free, just dead. Yeah. Yeah. 
You, know, you would have been fine. Yeah, <laughs> you had it easy. It's uh, that's that's up there for me as well. That moment, but also, um, I think post some tat generally. Just oh god, such mm. a great thing. That's the kind of thing that I will want to kind of tell my grandchildren about one day. Like you know, people used to send us adult nappies and uh, bubble wrap, bubble wrap, which I then wrapped myself up in and got hit by a car. You know, like a lot of our content actually stemmed kind of from that show. Yeah. From either ideas we had just before or after filming or, you know, things that people actually sent, you know, like people fueled the, the Miley thing, kept it going. Um, You know, Dave Benson Phillips as well. Those signed pictures that we got of all of our children's television icons you know that was all yeah it was lovely yeah i looked back at uh, the final post some tap video the other week and jesus christ i forgot just how much post there was yeah it was like it's the wall mad. was filled it was a really nice send-off so thank you everybody hmm. yeah definitely yeah. i liked when we got to go places oh, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed i think i don't know that it's i still think my favorite prove it we did was the fallout one yeah. yeah, me too. I was um, going to say that. But in terms of like the mad adventure we had of like just making it up as we went along, um, I I really enjoyed going to uh, Dunster. Yeah. And, oh yeah, and Minehead. Mm-hmm. Just hopping in the car. That what hit Peter. Yes. And, uh, and going and staying in Dunster and just like running around the village filming stuff all over this, you know, ancient village, and then doing a a single shot. Of us running to the car and driving all the way to the beach and then running all the way to the sea. Yeah. Like, just a single shot the whole way. Um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed sort of being, you know, like, the, we've said it before, like, the, the masters of our own universe to an extent in that we could just do whatever we wanted. Yeah. Anything that came to mind. And uh, that was... You know that's something that we probably won't be able to do again. So it was it was amazing while we had the chance. Yeah, it was such a good year. Oh god, just fucking shit up, causing a nuisance in the office with the amount of post being delivered. And yeah, <laughs> Paris was good too. Yeah, oh. Paris was Paris was a mess, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I still like just have anxiety thinking about Paris. <laughs> Break dancing on a floor full of journalists. Yeah, sleeping through the first appointment of the day. <laughs> Yeah, getting signed up for appointments that we actively didn't want to go to uh, and we said we weren't interested in and then we were signed up anyway. We show up like, where have you been? Like, well, we're here for our appointments. No, you've missed some. Like, well, hang on. No, we did We asked. We specifically said what we wanted to see. Yeah. It was all It was all kind of crazy. And weirdly, we weren't invited back. Yeah, I wonder Strange, why. I've still got the video of you uh, lap dancing, Mikey, yeah. on, on Dave. Oh no, because uh, that's where we first really got to know Dave as well at Dave on Twitter. Well, yeah, because we met um, Dave and Leo, who also works at Fourth Floor. Like we yeah, met we did, him there, yeah. and Leo was in the office a couple of weeks ago, and he brought up the memory of you know that whole night. And yeah. I, I found oh, the videos yeah. again and showed everyone, and it's just it's just heart wrenching to see me give a man a lap dance. <laughs> You're a married man. I know. You've got ferret babies. It's disgusting. I, I'm, I'm sincerely apologise, but mm. just I got How... swept up in the moment. How much would people just out of just out of interest? You know, just you know, you can just say no. But how much would people have to donate for for us to upload that video of you lap dancing on Dave? One hundred pounds. One hundred pounds. There we go. 
That's right. the goal. It's. I must admit, the video is pretty dark, but like you can, you can there's a lot of shame happening. Out. Dave looks very uncomfortable, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, interesting. Here's a story I haven't told though from that night. Um, my phone, the mute button hasn't worked for a long time. Oh yeah. Uh, so I've had to like put one of those on-screen buttons on, like enable a setting, uh, so I can mute it or unmute it from my phone. From my, just from my phone screen, that is, rather than using the physical button on the side. Yeah. Michael Johnson. Oh, no. <laughs> that night, when you were, I think, I, you may have been lap dancing at the time. You smacked my phone out of my hand without meaning to. Oh, no. And it took me a couple of days, but I realized that that's what broke my mute oh, button. And no, I, I'm so And I never sorry. told you, because I didn't want to make you feel bad. But while we're talking about it, because it's water under the bridge now, I'm so used to using this button oh, to mute my phone. Oh, it's you fine. you still got the same phone. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. But that that is the... That is the scale of what happened that night, is Michael broke my phone. Yeah. <laughs> the, the scars that are left from yeah. my rampage. Fucking hell. They run deep. But uh, if people are interested, streamlabs.com forward slash video. It's official to donate. If we get £100 before the next show, we will. Yeah. We will upload that video, and you will get a shout-out, just as Kieran Smith, Tash Darren Hudson-Strider, Callum Marshall, Cameron Skelly, Katie Kins... Uh, Samuel DeBarber, I Will Lie Awake, James W. Babb, E. Spurious, Carrie the Worst, Jason M. and Joseph just did. So if you want to join that illustrious list on the next show and want to get this... Uh, Fuck, please don't. Get this scene, then, £100, then pounds, please, please. Do, please do consider donating. And, uh, and, and we will consider maybe uploading it and showing it off to you. Guys, that's the show. Oh, it is. That's it. That's the we end. We did another Podiots. The uh, the end is near. Let the music play on, play on, play on, play on. I believe is how it goes. Store.yogscots.com if you would like to buy some Podiots or Vidiots merch. I believe there's a discount code as well. You are 100% right. Oh my God, that was horrible. <laughs> I didn't like that. Use code Vidiots at checkout for 10% off everything on the Yogscast store. That's from every creator, every channel, every person you know and love. But please buy, buy our stuff. Please buy our stuff. We should get a new shirt design out soon. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah we maybe just do face. We'll do meat face. Meat face, yeah. We'll just get that <laughs> on a shirt. Or maybe we'll start selling actual meat faces. Oh, yeah, we should. <laughs> it seems no rules apply to the factory, so why That's... can't we do it? Yeah, exactly. I think that would be a really good shirt, actually. Like some... Because I've always thought, um, you know, I don't always like wearing out sh- shirts that... Um, have like a, a logo on them where people aren't going to understand what the logo is but if it's just a, a redrawn picture of the meat face and then above it it says meat and underneath it says face you know you don't have to be a podiats <laughs> viewer to appreciate the meat face shirt. no you don't oh that'd be great it, it kind of looks like it's weird it's a weird comparison and like three people will understand it so i apologize to you guys right now but that meat face looks an awful lot like one of the very limited selection of PlayStation Network avatars that were available at the launch of the PS3, right. except it was like yellow and <laughs> and it looks so similar. I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it to you guys. But uh, if you guys would like that as a T-shirt, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> or if you've got any other suggestions, yeah, yeah, or literally anything, anything else. Basically. Oh, I kind of want to do a, a Jeff the Mongoose one. Oh that yeah, would be good. I might, I might, I might start putting putting together some ideas for that. That's a good idea. Or, I only buy 58 plate Peugeots. <laughs> <laughs> buy my son's hamster. Yeah, yeah, one of those cringy F-U-N. shirts you see on Facebook, 
where it's like, I'm a dad, and yeah, I own a gun, <laughs> but I love my sons. <laughs> we just need to do that. But for Lorraine... In uh... this house, we drink out of the hose pipe. We go out until the sun goes down and the streetlights come on. But sun spelt S-O-N. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll see what we can do. We'll, we'll try and come. Just basically, just let us know what you want because you know you're. you're at the end of the day, you, you. you are the kind and wonderful people. Yeah, who who are going to support us um, magnificently as you as you always have. So please let us know what you would be most interested in. If you'd like to contact us though to let us know about that kind of stuff, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all dot com forward slash official. And equally, twitch.tv forward slash official as well. I streamed uh, a couple of weekends ago. Thank you very much to everybody who came along and watched. It was a lot of fun. Played some Fallout 76. Uh, the VOD is now live on the YouTube, as is, I think, Mikey's uh, Draw draw the Fans yeah, stream as well. that's up there now as well. It's edited. Oh, edited. Supreme content. I'm yeah. streaming, uh, uh, well, it depends when this, this goes out. Uh, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. So I'm streaming sometime in the next week. Um, and uh, yeah, exciting. It's exciting stuff. I've, uh, I've, I've invested in a webcam so I can stream <gasps> from my computer and see if that is any better in terms of uh, upload quality because uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't pleased with the quality of the Spyro footage. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm going to plug in my computer with an Ethernet cable and... Do some PC gaming instead. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And you can use OBS as well, so you can actually get like overlays and stuff. Absolutely, which, yeah. You know, and you can have your donations read out by uh, Mrs. Robot Lady, Robot Lady. In German. In German. <laughs> if you want to find Peter and I on a daily basis, you can do youtube.com forward slash team triple jump. Yes. We do worst games ever. Um, I'm excited to say that the first episode of Rules Boss which is the new name for it, went out on the Friday Just Gone. It did. Nice. So if you want to see what's going on, maybe maybe come over and have a look. Hello. Uh, we've got all sorts of stuff, Hello. Uh, and that's very exciting. And if you'd like to see what Mikey's up to, of course, go and check out the Yogs cast. Is it still mainly YogCon stuff oh, at the moment, Mikey? It never ends. There's other stuff going on behind the scenes, but the most exciting thing is always YogCon. Cool. It's so fucking soon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> when is it again? I ask every time. August 3rd and 4th. Oh my god, it is soon, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm off Monday, Tuesday, so like that's two days gone from my prep time, but oh, oh well. Oh no. Are you going to be sort of documenting it all? Um, yeah, I'm working camera on the main stage, so if anyone sees me, do say hi. I'll probably be walking nice. around during, when I've got some downtime, so if you see me around, please do say hi. Nice. Will you, um, will you please wear a vidiot shirt? Just to represent us <laughs> in spirit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, actually I'll make a custom like vidiot's denim jacket. Yes, oh. denim. Also, you you could be the first one to debut the meat disc, the meat face oh, yeah. shirt. Meat I'll, face shirt I'll set up like a, a a merch stall just selling meat face t-shirts. Yeah, if, if you could, that'd be, I'd, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, I, I definitely think of the three of us, the vegan should be the one showing off the meat <laughs> wearing the meat face shirt. Well, we could do two variations. We could do a vegetable veg face. One as well. Oh, veg face. Veg face. <laughs> Finally, leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It really helps us out. Something to do with Al Alan Gore rhythms. Al Gore. Uh, former Vice President of the United States, Al Gore's rhythms. Yeah. Um, and the new mixtape dropping soon. 
Finally, guys, we need to know if there's some kind of mystery question. T-shirt ideas, I guess. Yep. Merch ideas. Shoot yeah. them at us. Not literally. <laughs> Not like Area 51. Yeah, please no. don't. Save that. Yeah, wait until wait September. Until September, yeah. yeah. Be patient like everyone else, please. 1.1 million people are interested in attending. 1.1 million people are interested in getting shot. Yes, <laughs> apparently so. Apparently so. Well, that's all. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, did we know where Kevin was? He just started doing the music, didn't he? Yeah, he knows. Yeah. He just knows that when it's happening, so he'll just do it again okay. soon, I expect. Oh, eventually. Oh, okay, I hear it. I oh, hear it. I hear that was it. a quick one. Which means we've got we've got a little bit of, oh, God, a little oh, bit of outro here to yeah. talk over. Um, so Just keep talking over... Until yeah, I just, just, just keep discussing such a nice day. A little oh, bit. Okay. And it's ramping up. It's, it's ramping up. Bye. 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 Bye.